Cowboy Ed, where we saddle up and we ride through all those education issues. We'll talk about all sorts of things, education. But but today we're gonna start off with well maybe we're gonna start off with a with a little song. Rocks in the robin, rocks in the treetops all day long, rocking and a bopping and tweeting its song. All the little birdies on Twitter Street love to hear the people go tweet, tweet, tweet. Hey, we're going to talk about Twitter today. How you doing, Maya? I am doing great and trying um, not to actually laugh out loud. That was an amazing song, James. Thanks for thanks for kicking that off. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, there you go. I mean, Twitter. So Twitter's kind of right now in the news about everything. But we don't want to talk about Twitter in the news in the sense we want to talk about Twitter and education and Twitter and educators in particular. And so there are lots of professional educators out there that use Twitter to for, for a lot of different things, uh, from, from sharing ideas to soliciting feedback to communicating, looking for people to partner with, all, all those kind of things is in projects and different things. So Twitter is a great tool. And I'll, I'll kick my at that. At that higher ed level, how much do you, I mean, what do you use Twitter for as, as an educator? So Twitter is really my professional profile, right? So I think a lot of those things you just named off, right? A lot of the things that I just kind of catch wind of in terms of like, what's this new thing coming out or what is this current topic? And, you know, I'm connected to K-12 and higher ed through Twitter. So it's that that space where I have all things education kind of coming my way. I probably am not as diligent about putting my own stuff out there as I should be. I just, you know, get busy and I don't post, but I, which is a bad excuse. I should post, I should be giving back to the community for all the things that I'm getting, but it is really my professional space. And so most of my Twitter stuff is, is all about education and technology and, um, you know, other social media, of course, that stuff is all going to seep in there, but I don't really have my other social media set up as a professional profile. And I think that, you know, you're that same way. Twitter is that, that space to really engage with the education community. Well, I think you're, you're spot, but this seems like a perfect time to take like a random jump into the Twitter first and just remind all our users out there that Cowboy Ed Pod has its own Twitter account. Uh, we don't know who runs it, but somebody runs it, and it's it's just it's Cowboy Ed, and everybody should be following Cowboy Ed on Twitter. So make sure you're getting on that to check up with the latest updates, greatest questions, all those things. But now back to our conversation, Maya. Yeah, so you're spot on. I agree a hundred percent. Twitter for me has has been that professional outlet. And, you know, other social media is, is much more personal, family, friends, those things. But yeah, they, they cross sometimes. But Twitter is, is definitely an avenue where, by percentage, it, it definitely has a feeling that there are more educators on there than maybe any direct professional group. Uh, lots of other people on there, for sure. There's hundreds of millions. But those people on there are maybe not on there because of their profession. And so it, it's safe to say there's a lot of educators on Twitter because of 
their profession. It's their professional avenue to connect. And, and when we talk about cowboy ed, when we talk about rural Wyoming or, or the West or, or smaller schools, it is that great avenue to connect with other social studies teachers, other English teachers, other principal teachers, other other pirates out there with one of those famous hash, hashtags, uh, teach like a pirate uh, out there. I mean, you can find people. The thing that has always excited me that, about Twitter is nobody is on Twitter that is an educator that is that, well, I'm just going to use this term, energy sucker. Yes, those energy suckers that we have in school that are like, oh, this is bad, this is terrible, this is awful. And you just like, they, you just literally feel the energy suck out of you as you walk by them. Uh, the people on Twitter are, are passionate. They are excited about something tied to education. They're not on there to generally complain or uh, just tell everybody what's wrong. They're, they're on there looking for solutions. And that in and of itself, for me, has been always the... The exciting part about Twitter uh, that you can always find people that that kind of keep those batteries charged to, about education as far as working with students. So I think that's a, a super a super important piece of, of this whole whole puzzle. And yeah, the other part about it is it's always short and sweet. Uh, you can't let you can't just go on and go on and go on and go on and go on. Uh, you can't just go on on Twitter. You're, you're limited by those characters. And so uh, it, it, it kind of gets people to the focus and, and, and definitely pushes them to stay on topic. So let's jump. We're going to kind of ramble around on this one. But what's is, is there a, a hashtag or is there a hashtag or maybe people that jump out at you that you're like, hey, these are these are the people that I when I use Twitter or, or this hashtag I, I, for sure. I, these are the ones I look to. Oh gosh, um, that's like put me on the spot. I I I'm gonna say no, not really, because I I really I like Twitter, and I think one of the benefits of it is I can connect with a lot of different groups. So I'm afraid to put a hashtag out there because I'll forget somebody, right? And so. I think one of the powerful pieces of Twitter is right in this educational community, I can connect with K-12 educators. I can connect with like other teacher educators that are focused on technology integration who teach that, you know, same class about how do you integrate the tech into your pedagogy. I can connect with higher ed in different spaces. I can, um, follow edutopia i can you know i there's so many ways that i can connect and there's tons of different hashtags related to all of those different areas so i think that you know as far as like naming one that's my go-to i don't think i really have one but i i think for me just the ultimate like benefit of twitter is being able to dip in and out of all of those different groups because I'm kind of that, you know, split personality all over the place. I'm really interested in science over here and tech over here and pedagogy over here. And so it's it's a home that I can, you know, go in and out of all of those doors. Um, I don't know. Do you have a go-to hashtag? Well, I'm glad you asked. My, of course I have. Because 
we're in Wyoming, so YOEdChat, of course, is the go-to hashtag. But on a bigger scale, I definitely like just the EdChat uh, hashtag. And, you know, for any of our listeners out there that maybe don't know what a hashtag does, that, that hashtag pretty much is like a file folder. And if you have your file cabinet and you put you label them and you put certain things in each each folder or each file, uh, that that's what that hashtag does. And so uh, when you search or you follow a, a hashtag, it everything that is tagged with that hashtag comes up. And so you're not necessarily necessarily seeing all of you know all of the things out there on on Twitter. You're seeing all things that people have posted. Potentially in YOEdChat, or potentially in EdChat, or maybe your own state's chat, or first grade chat, or, you know, any of those. And so it kind of narrows it down. So um, that idea that you're not totally hit with the fire hose when you open up and and look at what's out there educationally, you can kind of go, okay, there's the fire hose, but uh, I'm going to back it down and, and, you know, put it maybe to a you know, a small garden hose and just get information on, you know, Wyoming or Montana or reading or leadership or, or those kind of things. So those those hashtags definitely help in that process. And sometimes I'll, I'll say, you know, the cool part about Twitter for educators is sometimes you get that person you're following or Edutopia or or Ed Surge or ISTE or any of those things. And, they, and then they have a hashtag in a post. And so you click on the hashtag and you kind of, there's a general connection to what is going on. Uh, back to that same idea, the hashtags are sometimes directly connected to a conference or an event that is happening right now uh, in, in the world, but it could also be happening right now in education. And oftentimes those are a, a great way to catalog and, and take, take account of information from, you know, uh, a, a conference that's happening or, or going on with that. So, okay, Maya, so we, we all this hubbub about Twitter now, and educators like, we've been using Twitter forever, and we've been doing this, and now the world's all excited. That's the way all excited about the happenings of Twitter, uh, what it, where it's headed, what it's doing, all these things with, with Mr. Elon Musk taking ownership and, and that. So the question is if educators didn't use twitter where do you think they would go for this kind of professional development professional interaction i think that's a really really tough question um because because of that you know diversity that you can get through twitter right and all of those different places you can connect in one space because I think for myself, if I was going to try to stay connected to all of the groups that I have through Twitter, they would all become individual connections, right? I'd have to connect with ISTE over here and through their, you know, chats and whatnot from their website. I'd have to um, check, you know, some other location to find out what's even going on at my own college, right? Or figure out how to connect with other pedagogues over here right and so it would I think for me it would it would just break all of that apart and I'd have to do a lot more I guess running around if if you will to to find all of the 
the resources and connections that I can get through Twitter. So I don't, I really don't think there's a good like substitute. It's not like I could switch over to Facebook or some other thing. Um, so I don't know the way technology evolves. I think if Twitter disappears, something else will emerge, but, but Twitter's pretty established for educators and being able to connect to all those places. So I think it would, it would, I'd feel the loss, I guess, personally, in being able to connect to all those places. I don't know. Do you have, maybe I'm missing something out there, James, what would, what, where would you go? What would you do if Twitter just tomorrow it's shut off it's all gone nobody works there anymore no tweeting what would you do well i don't know maybe i'd go have some chicken at a restaurant and i don't know uh, sorry uh i i don't know that one that's that that i go i agree with you that is a, a tough challenge there's no easy substitute for for Twitter at this moment, uh, Facebook definitely has Facebook groups and people get on there and have groups. But, uh, for me personally, and I know a lot of educators, Facebook is more, um, personal and you will, if you will. And, and so same with Instagram, but all of those platforms could be shifted, uh, even potentially TikTok. Uh, but when, when we take, what we do socially and we convert it to our professional side, then we're back to skewing all those lines of when do I'm a person first, I'm a person first before I'm my job. And in this case, my job as an educator. And so how do we keep those lines uh, separate? And, and let's be honest and, and not in any bad way, because every profession has it. There's people that we work with or educators that we have to you know work on a project with or or that 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 we're not necessarily friends with they don't need to you know see any information about my family if you will uh and so that definitely would create a different problem but i do think that something would immediately step up and maybe that would force us all maybe it is TikTok. maybe it is you know maybe it is using different avenues of uh, Facebook, maybe it's LinkedIn. I, I don't know. I mean, there's other apps. It's not LinkedIn. out there. Yeah, but <laughs> but Twitter has definitely made itself easy. Uh, so I, I don't. But I'm gonna let's let's go just a tiny different direction. Right now, I mean, we we talked about educators are are one of those, if not the biggest professional group as a group using uh, Twitter. What kind of improvements? might make Twitter better for educators. That's an intriguing question. Do you have something on in mind that you want to talk about? I do. I'm actually speaking directly to Elon Musk right now. I have an idea that would help because I think when we send out messages to a group of people, so we have a group of people that have identified that want to follow, um, our, our Twitter handle or want to follow and they want to get updates, the ability to tweet directly in one or two clicks to an entire list, not spamming people, but to an entire list of people that want to hear what we have to say would make life so much easier uh, and, and would help educators share 
messages across the state or across the region uh, much, much quicker uh, by being able to click on that and just being, oh, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send this to my whole list that, hey, this is happening or here's a survey we want to know about this and and yeah make it quicker there's there's my one million dollar idea for mr musk how about how about you maya what are you what are you thinking out there i'm kind of wrapped up in your idea so how is it that is that like a super followers group or how does that work so I, I feel like there's elements of like being a follower and elements of the hashtag and what you're talking about. So is it something that that I would subscribe to to like hear your latest update or that kind of thing? Or is it? Well, how is it? I get let me ask it this way. How is it different than just being a regular follower? Well, because we all get busy, as as you just said, and as we as we get busy, if you have followed um, Cowboy Ed and you have it set to notify you, then every time we post, you would definitely get a notification uh, or it would come to the top of your feed or, or so on like that. But if you have been added to a list, say potentially a list like Wyoming Teachers, and there's a list with all the Wyoming teachers on that uh, that are on Twitter, if you wanted to send a more personalized message out to that whole group and say, hey, we're going to have a, a live chat today, not just this, it's, it's targeted with you. So it's coming up as a mention, not just an alert. It's coming up as, hey, we specifically mentioned you. We want you to be involved with our chat today. Uh, there is no... Uh, well, let me just put it this way. There is no 100% legal way to do that. There is some hacking ways that have been that were around earlier and you know there's always a way to hack around something but i'm just saying in general it would be nice if that was a little easier to just to be able to hit everybody and it would go into there i think people pay attention to mentions more than they do just okay we we, we tweeted or something was out there right right and you know if you're away from it for a minute then you get back in and your feed is, you know, seven miles long, right? And you have to sort through, you miss all kinds of stuff. And I think that, you know, that, that might be the one thing that would benefit me. And I think it's because I have to kind of compartmentalize, right? I open Twitter, I'm looking at something, maybe I find like five things that I really want to look more deeply at, but I don't have time to do it right there. And I don't feel like Twitter has a great way to like go back to it later, right? And so... I mean, I can retweet and I can love it and whatever, and then I can typically find it again. But, you know, I kind of want to have that that way to mark it or file it or something so that, you know, those those pieces that I'm really wanting to spend more time with, I can on my own time later. And I don't I don't feel like it does that very well. I don't, maybe I'm the only one in the universe who wants it to do that, but I think that, you know, to, it fits my schedule better that way. Right. So I'm wasting time waiting for something. I check it out. I'm like, Ooh, that looks really intriguing, especially if it's connected to an article or, um, you know, other information that I want to spend some time with, but I don't know. So do you think Elon Musk is going to search the internet and hear his name and then grant us our wishes? So that we can get Twitter to work how we want. Well, I I, I guess you never know unless you ask. And I, you know what? We're, 
uh, he might maybe and and mr musk if you happen to listen to the whole podcast if you want to join us uh wow we'd love to have you talk about education let's skip twitter let's talk about education ideas uh all that stuff too so uh, we don't want to get distracted but whew, the the well to continue our bad play on words the the birds are tweeting and and the the ride has gone on probably long enough so this ride's came to an end and we're glad you joined us head them up move them on move them on head them up head them up move them on cowboy head on, on the, the run, run.